I'm going to cheer you up the only ways I know how's. Hey, kid, hit G9 on the jukebox. No, Billy. I haven't done that dance since my wife died. Yeah, you jump to the left and you shake that hand And you jump to the right and you shake that hand We meet new friends, we tie some, some yarn That's how you do the scarn Hey! hey. Scarn on, uh, guess where? The Wednesday <laughs> Podcast <laughs> Wow. Nice man. Nice. Yeah, one thanks. Yeah, one Dwick. And um yeah. we're not Dwick. This is actually the snake and uh, I'm the weasel. And we're back. Yeah, and, um, I I wish we had some champagne here this week. Honestly, this is going to be a little bit of a champion run. You know, like the yes. is that what they do? That's what they call it, a champion run or the final a victory lap. lap? A victory lap, yeah, that's yes, the word a I was champion <laughs> I can't even roast you. That's, I can't roast you because because you're four and one. Yeah, and I'm also four, four and one, and no one else is four. That's probably gonna be the name of this pod, though. Is a champion, man. <laughs> the champion run. Or the champion, the champion run. <laughs> Bro, I could not think of the word. Or the victory Three lap. lap. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I I feel just uh, independent. Yeah. Either way, I'm so. feeling the same the same type of mindset taking that taking that jog around the track. Uh, four and one. Weasel it snake. It feels good. It, it feels good. Both. Oh, we were looking at our lineups before, and um, for me, it's every single player, and for the weasel, it's only one player that's not in a starting lineup. Everyone else is in the top ten in their respective categories. Top ten running backs. Dominance. Top five running backs. Top five receivers. Dominance. It's just you know, I'm listening to this pod. It, it, like it has just like a, an air of um, of a finals, maybe a, a yeah. finals match. You think? Yeah. Imagine a weasel snake bowl in the final, bro. That'd be pretty fun. Well, I, I I come to think about it, aren't we playing each other again in like six in, weeks? Been made, that could be crunch time. Maybe like a top seed spot. That'd be pretty wild. Or maybe that'd even like, you know, nice. I know my life and I know how I work. I was seven and three once, so I can't even talk about making yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I, I do never know. know. So maybe it could be a fight for one of us to make playoffs because right now it's going to be closed either way. I mean, hey, bye weeks are starting, starting this week. week. It, could, it could all go downhill. Who the hell knows? Yeah, no, no, but I mean, um, for once, for once, uh, like I, I, I didn't want you to lose this week. I mean, you know, I was like, you know, it, it would be pretty wild if we both were on the pod. And you know what else pretty is wild? I beat the commish, and you know, I love when the commish and Bodie uh, go down. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. They're my favorite two people to watch, especially since Bodie uh, is Bodie and. Uh, Buse has two chests. He's a so. two-time two-time winner with the ring. I'm I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm sick of the rain, and uh, I would love to see him not make the playoffs. I would love to see, like we said last pod, in the circle in a dress. That'd be poetic justice. justice. It would be such poetic justice. Yeah, um, but I mean, I I think with that, can we just jump into matchups? Can I do mine first? Absolutely, please? absolutely. Um, yeah. So so this week, um, I, I had Proc, and um, it was it was a battle of two uh, three and one teams, and um, I, I was nervous hey, about hey, it. Hey, actually, I'm just gonna give you one of these. You had a hell of a week. Proc had one fifty, and you a know hell what? of a week by Proc too. And then I dropped two oh seven. I dropped two oh seven. I appreciate the round of applause. Aside from his defense and his kicker, yep. Cordero Patterson was his lowest scoring player with eighteen point four. Yep, yep. And then if you were to take Cordell Patterson, Cordell Cordero Patterson out of it, Dak was had a second twenty eight. Who had or, or 21, 21, I'm sorry. 21.6, so he was hovering closer to 22. Eckler, who had a slow start um, against Cleveland, ended up having 32 and a 47-42. Dude, dude, Mike Williams, bro. Who the fuck is this guy? Dude, he's a god. He's a god. He's a god. I, I don't know what's happened. I mean, um, I, I, I was listening, or I was watching the game the other day, and I didn't know they have a new offense this year. And it must just be more vertical or something like that. I don't know what it is, but this dude well, is nuts. Herbert did get like 40 points, too. Like he was just airing the ball out. I mean, Herber it was a shootout. Stat. It was a shootout, 47-42. I mean, yeah, th- that Chargers game was just insane. Yeah, so Mike Williams, 165, eight receptions, two tutties. I mean, he's averaging 20 yards to catch. You know I mean? And, and one of those was a four-yard touchdown. So, you know, he, he had some bombs. Um, D- DK on Thursday night had 98 and two tutties. I mean— We'll talk about him going forward. Yes. <laughs> And um and then okay my last two <laughs> like Kyle fucking pitch bro he did it we've been I even texted you about it he did it he dude finally, he literally said finally I was watching that London game on Sunday morning I I was I was watching him catch after catch touchdown 
it, it finally happened. Nine catches, 119 yards. 27.9, 28 points the guy got. I hope to God this is a breakout game. This is how I expected him to play. Obviously not every week, but I mean like yes, more often than not. This is the talent that you thought yes. he was bringing to the table. Yes. I agree, which we all think I thought too, but we just didn't know when it was going to happen. There you see it. But it was against the Jets. I know the, the Jets are absolute uh, garbage, but I mean, hey, um, they have okay players on defense. Uh, I will say, I will say. Um, so I mean, I, I was very happy. Um, both of my Falcons came through for me. Sure. And with, then um, yeah, Jamar ahead. Chase, yeah. Jamar Chase, the, uh, my rookie, um, with that fucking unreal. I don't know if you watched, if you saw his touchdown catch, but um, the um, the the corner botched the coverage. Jamar Chase coming across the field on a ridiculously long post, and then he just like walks twenty five yards in the end zone. It was unbelievable because before then he was playing okay, but then after that he kicked it up. That game went to OT, gave him a little more time to score points. Yeah, isn't, didn't the kicker miss like nine field goals? Crosby and McPherson both from the Packers and Bengals. That was despicable. And then, yeah, and then he had 29. So, I mean, I, I just had to go through each one. I was very happy with my week. Uh, 207, I may not ever second, do it again. Second player in history in our league to score over 200 points. You and Proc. Wow, it's a little bit of poetic justice. Wow, and, and I beat Proc at 150. That's crazy, actually. I didn't even think about that. And I battled through a Brady 40 bomb. 411, five tutties. Um, and the, I mean, after that, Swift had 22, D Hop 20, Madison 27. But I mean, I just had too much upper 20s, I think, just consistent down the board. I'm um, Diggs only having nine hurt, the Hawk having four hurt, and his fucking defense having negative six also hurt. So. Sorry, guy. Um, so, I'm knocking down, <laughs> knocking down a notch. Well, going from uh, your game, we'll just go right into my game. Sure, sure. And you know what? We'll talk about it a little bit. Let me talk about it. <laughs> so going into Monday night, I was down by like 30-ish. Yeah. And I had just Marquise Brown, Dawson Knox, and the Baltimore defense. Yeah. And you know what? I was sweating a little bit, but I don't know why I was sweating. Actually, re- I repeat that little little weasel moment. Going into Sunday night. I had those three, yeah, Dawson yeah, yeah, Knox, yeah, yeah, yeah. because okay. the Sunday night game was the Buffalo Bills. Game. Knox, and, and then you had the Ravens guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then gotcha. the Ravens guys on Monday. And then Knox just outdid himself, like I kind of said. And um, he got 21.5 and just a 50-yard bomb of a touchdown. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, he's the best tight end in football. Mark it down. Maybe, okay, relax, 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 relax. Obviously, that's a little bit of a reach. But yes, I don't, don't I, mark I, it down. I, I, don't put, I don't put Kelsey in the category because he's just his own thing. Besides Kelsey, he's the best tight end in football. Um, that's I don't know. Even still, that's pretty bold. But I think I think he's he's top five. Um, I know. Thanks. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's number. I think he's number two. Um, bet. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Dawson Knox gets me twenty one. You're then, lucky because your defense has zero. So I mean, like uh, Marquise Brown with the thirty five, like really helped. Well, yeah, that's also true. I mean. It was a stressful game watching Marquise Brown kind of score some points and watching the defense lose all their points at the same time. Yeah, because they're almost eating like for for until a point they were eating themselves evening themselves out. Excuse me, and then Marquise Brown just took it over. Yeah, and then he just got uh, thirty four point five points, and then just uh, took it away from uh, the commission. See you later, boss. You know what's crazy? Let's just slide on down. I'm gonna, this is the point that I wanted to make. His bench and slash my bench. First of all, he left Justin Herbert on this bench with forty three, and he started Trey Lance. Terrible. It's almost kind of like a Tua situation. He just like went out on a limb. I mean, that's almost... Oh, yeah, and he, he would have won if he started Herbert. Too. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's my first thing. My second thing is, not that um, I would have started him over Tuba or like any of his wide receivers, but he is putting Antonio Brown on the bench, who is kind of balling out. He had 32, he's got 24 the first week, and he got 13. He's just seeing targets. Yeah, no, for sure. He's just leaving that guy there. Well, so he lost out on a lot of points that could have made him win. He also had uh, some JP Ryan. Well, but also... <laughs> But also look at Allen Robinson, who I mean, before before the season we thought would would have been his number one guy. Here's his points totals: nine, ten, four, nine, seven. Last week he's he's over double digits one time and barely. So I mean, um, I think it's maybe time to 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 sit him un, until further notice. You know, I mean, a, a DJ Moore on the other hand is I think overproduced as a second receiver, but maybe it's time to sit Robinson down. You know, so I mean. Uh, the, the commission not looking too great. Not, Especially with pending injuries. Who knows how? I mean, season or bye week. I'm so bye weeks. I'm so sorry. I said injuries. <laughs> you never know how like teams are going to sign. He, he definitely with the depth that people are going to have to run into, and having to have depth to win. Yeah, Bruce's team, team. I think he's going to be all right in my opinion, because he has those guys that are outscoring on his bench. Well, and with McCaffrey, I'm, I honestly like overlooked McCaffrey. So, so, so I mean, I, I have to back it up a little bit. I have to back it up a lot, actually. Um, I think he's fine um, when his team is healthy. Uh, I'll, I'll reword what I said. But 
All right, I like that one. Well, anyway, I slap the tits off the commission. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing, big guy. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah, good night. See ya. Uh, and uh, what? Um, Eddie Spaghetti and Diabetes. Absolutely, boy? Ed Spaghetti. Uh, Ed Spaghetti got slapped, unfortunately. Um, oh, oh yeah. Um, about predictions. Um, I, I had myself winning. Um, you did not, and um, vice versa. I did not have you winning. You had yourself winning. So, so we started out um, one and one. We're both one and one after those two. Um, so on a team, Ed Spaghetti. On the team, Diabetes Boy. Um, Diabetes Boy, Jake, had, had a 150 bomb. I think the kid I, was due, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly, because like the players on his team are solid. He just like hasn't been able to put it together all at the same time. So, No, I mean, Josh Allen with, with the 38. Zeke finally playing well, 26. Kareem Hunt, 26 as well, which was... Um, uh, wait, wait, uh, Kareem Hunt had more than Nick Chubb, as a side note, which honestly, so I got that prediction wrong. Yeah, no. Oh, my... Yeah, we almost had that marked down as um as correct. Yeah, so oh yeah, um, so for predictions from last week, we skipped over those two. Um, uh, you had Knox over Kittle, but Kittle was out, so that didn't count. Um, I had Woods over Cup, um, which did happen. Um, so, so then for those predictions, um, and then Hunt, and then uh, Hunt over Chubb. So I'm one and one. You're one and zero. Um, and then D- oh no, and then DK didn't have under ten, so you're one and one as well. Wait, DK did have under 10? No, he had 26. No, he didn't. Yeah, I, didn't, I knew that. He didn't get any points. Wait, what do you... DK Metcalf had over 26, so you I know. were wrong there. I know. I didn't give myself a point. The only point you got is for Woods over Cup. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's my bad. That's my bad. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. <laughs> That's me. That's me. That's me. All right. Um. So, back to the matchup. I'm so sorry about that. That's me. That was that was on me. Um, Diabetes Boy Jake, 50. I mean, he was anchored by Hunt, Zeke, and Josh Allen. I, I would love to talk about Zeke real quick. I think that Zeke is kind of coming back to himself. I mean, if you look in this past three games, 26, 21, 26. He's coming back to Zeke, and I think that's because of Dak going back to Dak ways. But the only th- thing that's scary is this week, it was actually really weird. He got hurt in a really odd way. He, um... He fell down on a on a like like a pylon with a camera in on the sideline. I was I was listening to it on the radio, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Zeke's down with a rib injury." And I thought, "Oh maybe a hit." And they said, "No, he was pushed out of bounds." And then at the first down marker, there was a pylon and a camera. I'm sure probably there like if it was going to be like like a, a short first down, they probably had that camera there for that. Mm-hmm. And he like landed on a ray on his ribs, and also he wears that kind of like shorter jersey. So I think he literally went like skin, like skin to fucking pylon, and like hurt himself. For sure. So I mean, I, I'm, I agree. Like, if he plays, I'm like, I'm like, that's the only thing I'm worried about, you know. Um, but I agree with you. He's been back to his usual self. Right. Right. And I, one more thing I want to touch about: CD Lama and uh, Jake's team getting 18.8. Did he outscore Chubb? I don't think he did. Um, I believe Chubb had 25. Let me just double check that for you, real quick. Yeah, Chubb had 25. Point what? Zero. So so hunted more than Chubb by point nine, so I was close on that. Wow. Yeah, and oh, and just I know I was getting roasted for for, for the Chubb over Cream Hunt prediction. Yo, know. tell me right now, people that listen to this pod, do you think this is a bold prediction, Chubb over Hunt? You know what? Uh, let I, me know. Let me know if you think that's a bold prediction in our prediction. Before, have you have you said before the season? I I think it would be bold, but to this point, I'm I talking about this point. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. We can talk about it any week you want, any week of any time this season, this season right now. Okay, Chubb so, over Hunt. You take next next week. You go on Chubb over Hunt still. A gun against your head. Mm, who, who you say it's gonna take gonna next week? Any week you want. No, no, no. See, that's different. <laughs> but those are two different fucking questions. Every bro. single week, those are bro, two different questions. Every single week, a gun to my head. Nick Chubb's gonna score more. I'm no, Hunt. but that doesn't make any sense. Every week, he's the RB one. Dude, Kareem Hunt had more points this year. Doesn't matter on paper. Cleveland Browns owner. Who is your running uh, yeah, back? Yeah, uh, n- not on paper. In statistical fantasy production. Not on paper. Not theori- Theoretically, Chubb's better. But this year, on paper, if you're going by the stats, Kareem Hunt has scored more. If I go back so, if I go back to podcasts, I could hear you saying I'm a huge Chubb guy. I think he's going to pop off this year. And now you're saying that. No, yeah, that, in the beginning now, of the year, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm saying you're it, right. I, he's at 27, 16, and 27. Yeah, 27, 16, 27 in the last three weeks. I would score Chubb. Based on the last three weeks, uh, on the trend, I'm going hunt. I get. I, I'm not. Saying I get going why you made stupid. the bet, and maybe it's a little out of right. It's not. It's not. No, it's not even out of right field. It's. It's not a. Bo- it's not a bold prediction. It's. It's. It's just. It's not. It's. It's. It's just not risky. I mean, Chubb is like the clear cut guy on that team. Hunt is obviously the number two, and then for you to say the RB one is going to outscore the RB two, even though the RB two has just been producing lately, I don't think that's a risky bet. 
but I, <laughs> like I think while Nick Chubb is the more skilled back, and I, I think he's more talented overall, I think in the way that they both play and the way the Browns game plan, like it's tough to tell who the RB one is. So I mean, yeah, okay, I, it could have been riskier. It could have been riskier. Fine, I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that. Thank you. But I, I don't think it was not risky. How about that? Let's go one to ten. Ten being extremely risky and one being not risky at all. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like a three. <laughs> like a three? We, yeah, it's almost like um, like the it'd be a one of you saying that your tight end is going to have more points than an injured player. Well, oh. I, I didn't say that. I said that before the the player was yeah. declared injured. So. Sure. Sure. Or else I wouldn't even have made that. I don't know, bro. Oh, I, I, I'm I not going to hold it past you. We're right? both sitting there looking at the looking at the phone at the same time. So. All right, Weasel, good night. Um, so I, I think I had Nick in that game, so I lost. Um, I, I'm, yeah, no. I'm down one I had two. Jake. I had Jake, so I'm 2-0. Oh. One. But you got my game wrong. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We did yours first. I apologize. Bro. Weasel. <laughs> two and one. You got me all hopped up about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. You're yeah. not risky prediction. All right, oh, so wow. then the next game we'll do uh, Blackout Brandon versus the Brute Big... Uh, Big boomers. Big um, boomers. Brandon with 175. 175. <laughs> Not really talked about in the group chat at all, but oh my goodness. Holy yeah. crap. And also about how like I I think I lost that, that trade, By that, that lot, DK bro. Metcalf trade. Dude, imagine how good your team would be if you had those two Oh, even better. Even better than it is now. You could trade for so much like depth. Like People are desperate for running back depth, and you would have dude, having Jonathan Taylor and James Robinson and Austin Eckler. Yeah. So and, and the caddy. And Corey. <laughs> and Leonard Fournette. As my fifth running back. Bro. Talk and, about, and talk about selling too soon. And Damian Williams from the Chiefs. Talk about, <laughs> how about, how about, how about selling too soon. Uh, but, bro, I mean. Who did you know. get from Brandon? I got DK. So, so I mean. That's like, it? DK and Javante Williams from, from the Broncos. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. But at the time, at the time. I, was, I think I was a week too soon. Well, you're helping Brandon season. He's bouncing back for sure. 170 is very positive and love to see that. Very one. positive, to say the least. least. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor with with 40. Or no, I'm sorry, th- uh, 33. Um, two tutties. Um, he was on the ground. He was in the air. Against Baltimore, too. Yeah, yeah. In a big game. Yeah, Bobby Tanyan for Brandon only got 1.8 and it didn't even matter. Yeah, no, it really didn't. Honestly, if Bobby Tanyan scored 30, he would have had 200 as well. Yeah, yeah, big weeks. There were some big weeks. Well, just, I, yeah, I'm sorry to kind of interrupt you there. But no, I just wanted to slide it. right over to uh, to Mike's team. <laughs> just getting another loss. He goes to one and four on the and, season. And so because he has some bright spots. Chubb at 25, Claypool at 25. Yeah. But then, but then Hilaire he, goes down. He literally has no other bright spot. He's not going to win many games. He has a 1% chance to make the playoffs. I know. And he had a, he had 31 um, or a 32-point outing by Miles Gaskin on the bench, which still wouldn't even have mattered. Um, but, I, I mean, I guess he can't just slip in Gaskin because Hilaire's hurt. But um, it's just not looking super great. For, for sure. Right? For sure. Honestly, and you know. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be, win the chip, but you know, I can never declare who can who's gonna be in the circle because honestly, you could have a winning record and have a losing streak there. It could be oh, anyone's yeah. game once you hit that losing bracket, losers bracket. So, Mike, you gotta do. You gotta have a big bounce back here, kid. Or I think it's gonna be down the toilet soon. I want hilarious. I'm gonna get hilarious. I think we need we need to do a three team deal. Yeah, we're we're in the midst of a trade, a little weasel snake ask. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably you'll probably hear some things later. Next week. Next, next week. week. All right, next you want to go? At least I'm trying. And uh, and t- this is. <laughs> get, yeah, get your uh, running this shoes. Is, man. Uh, yeah, thanks. So going into uh, Monday night, Teddy um, was down by like 32 points to uh, at least I'm trying Matt Hagens with just Mark Andrews left. Yeah, no, he was down by oh, like like thirty four point five or something. Thirty four point five with just Mark Andrews, all hope was lost. I bet you the predictions from ESPN probably had Matt winning ninety percent to ten percent. I'd say ninety nine percent to be the one percent to Teddy. And you know what? Teddy rolled the dice, and that one percent finally hit him right in the face. All you need is one. Mark Andrews caught the ball eleven times for one hundred and forty seven yards with two tutties. Forty two point seven points. Teddy wins by six on Monday night. Yeah, yeah um, hex by two, more like hex by Mark Andrews, Matt Higgins. See you later. Yeah, like at least I'm trying to take this lap with a Mark Andrews jersey on, <laughs> because that's all she wrote. Um, honestly, wild. Um, and uh, I mean, this was a big week for for both teams because Dude, Teddy's team is so bad and he won. Yeah, Dude. Russ went down. Melvin Gordon had six. Collins had nine. 
Dude. Marvin Jones Jr., his, his wide receiver, two three. had three. The only two players with over 20 was Mark Andrews with 42 and Corlin Sutton with 26. And and there was nothing better on his bench either. So, so <laughs> like, He does have Dalvin Cook, who was injured, and Chris Carson, who was injured. But, like, dude, I mean, Rat Ridley was Ridley injured. injured, but it's just <clears throat> it's not looking great. I mean, like, moving forward, the Russell Wilson injury is going to be pretty massive for him, I think. Like, he's going to have to drop one of these bench guys, pick up a quarterback. Dalvin and Chris Carson can't seem to stay on the field. And Mark Andrews is not putting him 42 every week. <laughs> so, yep. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, Amari Cooper and Marvin Jones, his receivers, could pop off. And who knows, maybe Alex Collins is better than Carson. I mean, like, he, he produced in the past when he was on the Ravens and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm putting a gleam of hope out there, but these are some pretty bold kind of ways that he can he can bounce back. But um, what I think I had – We both had Matt. Okay, we both had Matt. Okay. So, we both didn't get points for that. So, I'm at one and three. I think you're at two and two. And then um, what we have – uh, D1's finest free Brandon Rush. Yep. What are we missing? What are we missing? Honestly, there? let's talk real quick. No, I think we have. We did do. Uh, no, that was it. Yeah, we just didn't keep track, but it's all right. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say the results at the end. We'll see. Um, this team I want to talk about. D1's finest. Sure. This might be the lowest scoring points of all time. Seventy-four point six eight. I, I don't think pretty anybody, bad. I don't think anybody was talking about it. Yeah, I'm actually as we speak going to toss that in the chat and see if um if anyone scored less than. You talk about who you want to make trades for. Maybe you want to make a trade for Saquon, bro. Talk uh, about who needs wins now and who could trade low, dude. Saquon's so low. Yo, I'm saying this. On, I'm, key, saying, I, I'm saying like you could like be able to, you could throw him like you could throw him like Lenny and like another like garbage back, and you could like for Saquon straight up, he might take it. Yeah, it's pretty wild, actually. I might have to do that. His, his, second, his second back is J.D. McKissick. I, I hope it takes me a little while to listen to this pod um, so, so he doesn't see this coming. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Um, but, yeah, so, so Z was 74. Um, I mean, uh, I lost my my other prediction of Thielen over 23 because he had six. A.J. Brown with six. J.D. McKissick with one. Saquon got hurt. And it's sad when the, the third guy on your team that's scoring double digits is your kicker with 10. Yeah. I agree. That's that's gonna be down week, and then um, free Brandon Rush, Bodie, um, who had the the number one um, points in the league going into this week. Uh, I have him now, but he's still in second. He had Lamar, um, hit Lamar with forty three, Derek Henry with thirty two, holding it down. When when the third guy in his trio, Tyreek, only had fifteen. So I mean, he was anchored by those two guys. I mean, the guy's still putting up one thirty. I feel like he puts up one thirty every single week. Yeah, I, I feel like, like that's probably a consistent mark for him for sure. And he definitely has a good team, and definitely one to be. I've, Dude, he's one to worry about going forward. Yeah, yeah, he is for sure, for sure. I mean, um, he he, he uh, scooped Juju, um, like uh, off the waiver wire. I'm, I mean, we'll we'll get to him as as one of our, um, or, or no, no, I'm so sorry. He dropped Juju because Juju's out for the season and scooped someone off the waiver wire is what I meant to say. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he doesn't have a lot of depth going on. Um, but I mean, go, uh, going forward, um, if he can like uh, avoid some injuries, he'll be fine. He'll be fine if he can avoid injuries. Um. Yeah, so uh, um, I ended that week not two and four on on the matchup predictions, and you ended four and two, um, bringing my total to six and twelve since we started, and yours to seven and eleven. Um, oh, and with um, with this with the individuals, um, you're at one and six. I'm at three and six. So, but we we each have we each have something. Uh, so what? Let's bounce to to waivers. Waivers going into the next week, and um, let's go right over to my Giants. You know. Devontae Booker, Saquon going down. I don't. How long does he say he's going to be out for? You know, probably a couple weeks. I mean, um, it's an ankle thing, but it didn't look super great. I mean, the X-rays are negative. I mean, he's not if broken. I, but if I know if I know ankle injuries, it's all about if he can stay sturdy enough for the like multiple game or for another game. It's, he can, he might be able to walk the next day, and it might be fine. Might be might feel fine, but is it sturdy enough for him to do those cuts and for him to take those hits? Well, well, uh, well don't call me. I I think it's also a low. Um, which which is better? Which I mean, um. Christian McCaffrey was out last year, like seven, eight, nine, ten weeks with a high, high ankle sprain. So I mean, I um, I believe um that it, it's it's a low, and he might be back a little sooner. But in the meantime, uh, Devontae Booker is gonna get touches. He's well, gonna he, get volume. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he got over sixteen last week. I mean, and I think that. Well, well, I mean, let's just talk about the Giants quickly. Just overall, overall as a team, they're fucking cursed. They they, they have multiple linemen out last week. Not just Saquon, but Daniel Jones goes out. Kenny Galladay goes out. Sterling Shepard's out. Sterling Shepard was already Darius out. Darius Slayton's out. Already out. I mean, John <laughs> Ross just came back from the IR last game. And so, and so the only um, skill players they had 
were uh, Kadarius Tony, who's also questionable, who got kicked out of last game and also got hurt. Um, you don't mess you with have, Kadarius, bro. I guess not. Um, John Ross, who's just coming back from injury, and Devontae Booker. So, I mean, I guess it, if, if you're going to roll with, with one of those guys, I'd say Booker's definitely the guy. I mean, if he gets even 18 touches, it's a win. Yeah. It's a win. Um, off the waivers. So what? Um, he is playing. Um, he is playing the Rams this week. So maybe he could see like a lower points for uh, fantasy. But I still think going forward, he definitely could pop up as a running back. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and 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 Bodie picked him up. So I mean, it just just some some temporary depth at least. For sure. Which um, especially going into bye weeks, we start this week. That's big. Yeah. Um, just finding like little running backs like that. I would like to roll over to my squad. Uh, I scooped up Ricky Seals Jones. Um, for, for Kyle Pitts bye week. I mean, it's tough that Pitts has a bye after like his breakout game, but you know, let's give him a rest coming back from London. I picked up Ricky Seals Jones, who was on the Cardinals. He's now on the football team. Um, he had a touchdown last week. Um, Logan Thomas, their starting tight end is going to be on IR, um, for the next couple weeks isn't playing. Um, so I don't know. Um, I just, um, there wasn't a lot on the waiver wire and, um, the football team is facing Kansas city and they just don't have great linebackers. Their defense isn't, is, is kind of questionable. So. He's my waiver wire guy, and I, I think he produces. Um, I mean, the, 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 this is a prediction that's not going on the thing, but I think he's going to be a top six tight end this week. Wow, Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky Seals, Ricky Seals, <laughs> <laughs> my boy. Um, so then uh, I want to talk about one more, which I don't even think we had put down. But um, Teddy picked up Carson Wentz. Yeah, I have. I was about to pull it up. Yeah, yeah he picked up Carson Wentz and dropped uh, Rashad Bateman um, from the um, uh, from the Ravens, um, and. I was curious to see who Teddy picked up because he has Russell Wilson who went down, and he picked up um, uh, he picked up Wentz um, from the Colts, who I mean hasn't been super great. He left um, guys like Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, even Tua coming back, Geno, um, uh, Russell's backup who I thought looked pretty good on Thursday, Baker, all these guys for um, for Carson Wentz. I just think bro. I just think he grabbed Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz could have, have a great game the past two games. I mean. He's been throwing for over 200 yards the previous two games with over two touch with two touchdowns in both games. I mean, he had 25 points last game with 400 yards. Yeah, no, but, no you're right, you're right. And like he is playing Houston next week. So I mean, I, I get maybe why he's doing it this week. Maybe he's going from week to week from quarterback. Maybe start streaming until Wilson comes back. Sorry. I mean, I'll probably do that too. too. But but hear me out. You know why I would I would never miss Carson Wentz, true? Um, mm-hmm. um, because um, in in the first one of the first couple weeks of the season, he had an injury. You know, you want to know what it was? What. He sprained not one, but both ankles. How do you sprain both ankles? He's Who not. have you ever heard of in your entire life that sprained both fucking ankles in one game? Because bro? he played – he's so physically tough. Because he has glass bones and paper <laughs> skin. He wakes up every day and he breaks his bones. He's literally the guy from SpongeBob. He is. No, no, no. He is so physically tough that when he twisted – when he sprained his first ankle, he played on it because he's, he's just that tough. Yeah, sure, sure, And sure, then sure. he sprained the other one and then physically he just couldn't stand up Dude, anymore. he's so tough he's never finished a season since his rookie year. <laughs> His, his rookie year. His body just takes such a massive amount of hits that he just can't even. But then, um, like that's one thing. And peak like, athlete, he was, and now I don't know. I I don't even know what I could call him that. To, to be totally honest, I, I don't know. Like, but would you pick Carson Wentz over Joe Burrow? Oh no. Or how about? Oh, I mean, over Tua. That, that, that's a harder one. Carson Wentz over Tua. Oh no, he's hexed by Tua. I would never pick Tua again. Oh my God, that he is, his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot he started two over Russell Wilson and that lost him the championship last year. That's crazy. Yeah, I, think I think he'd rather die than pick up two. That was that was stupid. Yeah, it ended up being really funny. Sorry, Teddy. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know what? I, I I digress. I digress. Um, I think Carson Wentz was a pretty bold pickup. And actually, I as the pod was was starting, I picked up Rashad Bateman and dropped Amon Ross St. Brown from the Lions. So. I don't know. Um, um, he's, he's the rookie they drafted this year. Um, I know Marquise Brown's been good, but he's kind of a flyer. End of the bench guy. Um, so you want to jump to matchups this coming week? Yes, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. You want to start? I would. Yo, let's just do mine because I think it's going to be the game of the week. It's me versus the uh, the free Brandon Rush, the Malice Mongoose Bodie. And, big. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a grind of the game for me. I need a lot of things to happen for me to win. I just need a lot. Number one, I need uh, Lamar Jackson probably to break his ankle. He needs to break it in half because he can't. I mean, they're facing the Chargers, so I mean that is a big game. Um, it, it could be. I mean, um, 
It could be a shootout. I mean, all these AFC AFC teams, the Chiefs, the the, the Bills, the Ravens, the Chargers have been absolutely going, and the Browns have been going the fuck at it. Yeah. Or it could be um, like a defensive battle. So, I mean, it could, could go either way. For sure. And, you know, I want to slide right down to this is we're another thing where it could go either way. Derrick Henry against Buffalo. Does he ball out or does he not? I mean, this could be a great spot to bring up one of your predictions. Uh, um, you know, I said purely because um, like there's there's a lot of different. I mean, not even purely. There's a lot of different factors. He's coming off um two bomb of weeks. They're facing Buffalo on a Monday night, who's been um pretty solid, and I think Buffalo shows out. Not just pretty out. solid, bro. Buffalo's been insane. They have, and I'm, I mean, this will be a test for Buffalo. But then, um, I don't know. I think Derrick Henry under fifteen. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking he cools off a little bit. It could be fourteen. And I might look like a fucking idiot, and maybe he has 50 again. But I'm going to say under 15 for Derrick Henry. That's fair. That's fair. And like sliding right down to Bodie Thurback, he's actually starting Devontae Booker this week. And you have a prediction for Booker, yeah, which I, I think my, is funny as hell. My prediction for Booker, and we did it before we even looked at the matchups. I said he was going to score over 20. <laughs> and, of course, I'm playing against him. And, yeah, I think he's going to do that because I think he's going to ball. I think he's going to see such a workload. And with the Giants' offense that literally is trash regardless because of, of injuries. Because yeah. of injuries, that's why they're trash. I think they were good going into the season. But even though they're playing the Rams, which I think they're better on um, pass defense than they are run defense, even though they still are insane at both, um, I just think he's just going to get his because of the workload that he's going to receive. So 20 points, over 20 points is what I think he's going to get. I di- I'm, I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit. I disagree because I think the Rams are going to go up on the Giants, and I think they're going to have to pass the ball. Um, so I mean, unless Booker's involved in the passing game, I think I think they're going to air it out. Could be wrong. Um, we shall uh, see. But moving down, um, we have a, a heavyweight matchup at the receiver. Um, I mean, you have Cup, who's the one, and uh, and Bodie has Tyreek Hill, who's the three. But in my opinion, those are the two best receivers in the NFL. And then the if moment. you slide right down to his other receivers, he has Godwin, who's the fourteen, and I have Marquise Brown, who's the six. Both other two receivers that have been doing well this season. Yep. Yep. Um, so I I think. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think in the receiver column, I think you get the edge. Um, I think uh, Brown's gonna be better than Godwin. Um, who the, the the Bucks actually play tonight? Um, well, let's keep talking about the receivers real quick because we have two receivers starting in our um, flex spots as well. This is a key matchup: Kadarius Tony and T Higgins. See, Kadarius Tony is good, but I mean, he is, is he Jalen Ramsey good? Yeah, and he's he's questionable. Is, is he gonna be? Oh, oh, he is hurt. Yeah, I, I just think that Jalen Ramsey factor is going to be like – and, and maybe he is that good, but I think it's going to be like kind of a smack in the mouth well, to be – there. I don't remember the player, and, you know, I could be talking out of my butt, but there was a player last – I don't know if it was this season or last season because, like, who the hell knows? But there was a rookie that Jalen Ramsey played against, and he got cooked by him because he was different to the league, a rookie, smaller, elusive receiver, and just Jalen Ramsey didn't know how to deal with it. So mm-hmm. maybe Kadarius – also, could be a little an elusive slap dick. An elusive wide receiver. I know what you're saying, but then T Higgins, um, like the, they're playing Buffalo. The, the Bengals playing Buffalo. I, I think that one's a push. I think both are gonna pop off. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you that, on Kadarius Tony. I, I, I think he plays well. Well, let's look at my tight ends real quick. I got Fant and Knox. Noah Phantom versus uh, Boston Dawson. Uh, and one of my predictions is that the Phantom prevails over Dawson Knox. More points. Yeah, Dawson Knox is the top three tight end in football. Best uh, tight end in football if you talk to me about it. Yeah, that's not even bold, but just, like, not correct. Not correct. Not correct. Watch uh, out, kid. Dawson Knox is is the, the Bobby Townian of last year. He's going to have some good games. And he's going to cool off. I bet you he has like seven points this week. There's an echo in here because I think I said that same thing last pod. And I think you agree with me. <laughs> no, no, no. But like um, I think you looked at Bobby Tanyan in, in, a, in, a, in a better light last year because you had him. He wasn't that good last year. He had a three-touchdown game. And then he was shitty for the next like five or six weeks. You even regretted it on the pod. Oh, yeah. And definitely. then he popped up at the end. Like, like, and I think Dawson Knox did the same thing. And I, I think you're saying it in a positive connotation. I'm saying it with a negative connotation. Okay. So, <laughs> no response uh, <laughs> at all? You have no response to that. You're uh, not going to defend uh, your boy. Uh, you're, you're, you're wrong. I said he's the best tight end in football. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, Phantom over Knox this week. Great. Um, I think that this is – I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, well, sure I'm obviously going to say I'm – I'm sure you're voting on yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say that Bodie beats you. Mouse Mongoose takes you down. Um, yeah, I think his trio of Jackson, Henry, and Hill, combined with your uh, injuries, uh, takes you down. We shall see. Um, let's go. Want to go to mine? Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, facing D1's finest. 
Um, which nothing's easy in fantasy, but this week I'm I'm feeling good to say the least. I'd say I'm feeling good to say the least. Um, he does have Mahomes against the football team, um, but I think Mahomes takes care of business compared to. I mean, um, I got Dak against New England. Um, but the backs. I just want to talk about the running backs. Uh, Z is starting uh, the Batman tattoo, J.D. McKissick, coming off uh, like a .7 performance. And then um, <laughs> Khalil Herbert, who, I mean, he did play. He had 18 touches last week for 7.5. But the Bears are bad, and they're playing Green Bay. I have Austin Eckler, the number two running back in fantasy, and Leonard Fournette, the number 15 back in fantasy. So, I don't know if the guy's slapping me. I'm going to say for this, I'm going to say Z beats you, and for this reason only. Every single time that there's been a huge like landslide in the predictions – the, the lower seed is one. I think this is going to look like a stupid prediction for you because I think Z's team is just not good, but um, I think I'm going to win. Um, I don't, well, know. I don't think Teddy's team was good last week and he somehow pulled off the win. Yeah, but he had like he won by six points. It was one tw- and he beat a guy that had won 23. So I, I don't no. know. I think you're going to score 123. Really? I mean, nobody scores 207 twice. No, but people have scored 150 like consistently. Uh, myself and Bodie included, who you're facing. So. All things go up, must come down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one fifty from two hundred seven is down. You're right. Z, Z, Z is gonna take it. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I, believe I, in the kid. I have the number two, the number eight, and the number ten receivers. You just gotta believe. I have the number two running back, the number three. I'm um, running back as well, but I mean, Cord- Cordero Patterson's on a bye, so I'm, but I'm starting four nets still. I don't know. I just think like Jamar Chase against Hunter Renfro. It's not close. I have DK over Thielen. Not close. And Mike Williams over Antonio or AJ sure. Brown. All the close. dice need to be rolled one way for Z to win, but I think they're all going to be rolled that one way. All right. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I. I, I, I the underdog. Now that you put it that way, I. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I believe in the underdog. The chances are low, but you're betting on those those odds. All right. That's fair. Uh, let's move to uh, Kenyon's jockstrap team. Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> Ed Spaghetti. <laughs> Ed fucking spaghetti. Um, this is this is this is a great little game right here. I, I'm I'm excited to watch this one. I think um, Eddie Spaghetti's due, and I think he does have a great team that's just received bad luck because he's one and four with with the highest points scored against him. So yeah. I mean, um, but then, um, I love the QB matchup. I mean, um, uh, Ed Spaghetti, our pilot, is starting Hertz, and then uh, Proc starting uh, Brady, or they're playing each other tonight. So um, I don't know. I mean, who do you think wins that battle, Brady or Hertz? Um. Based off what happened last week, me and Brady balled out. So I'm going to go um, Hurts, actually. Okay. I think that, um, like you said before, I think Philly's going to be down, and they're going to have to switch to a, a throwing offense, and I think Hurts is going to have to air it out. Yeah, he might throw one or two picks, but I think he's going to throw for 400 yards. And the rushing is an X factor, too. Right. Wait, he's going to combine 400 yards with ru- rushing and um, with throwing out with, you know what I'm saying? I On could the see. Throwing, yeah. yeah, I could see. Yeah, um, uh, I was going to go Hurts as well. Um but uh, but but moving down to the backs, um, it's funny because on paper, Proc has DeAndre Swift and Daryl Henderson, and Nick has Aaron Jones and Josh Jacobs. On paper, that wouldn't look close before the year started. But Swift and Henderson for Proc have been the way more consistent duo. Yeah, yeah and I got and I got to look at Henderson against the Giants. Like, um, the Rams are playing the Giants. They're going to be up by thirty before half. They're just going to be running it. Yeah, and the Giants are so bad. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they're absolutely terrible. So I wouldn't be shy if Henderson scored over twenty. Like, Swift is the fulcrum of, of the of the Detroit offense. Um, so I mean, he has two guys that, that, that are like like main parts of their offense. One hundred percent. So that being said, I think Proxen win this game because I also think that in my last prediction he that he has the hawk in his tight end, and I think he's going to get over eighteen. Coming points. up a down week. Too. Yeah, and I think like literally looking at Prox's team, I think Tom Brady's going to get twenty. Swift is going to be one of the best running backs in football against Cincinnati this week. Henderson is going to ball out against the Giants. He's got D Hop, and he's got Stefan Diggs still, and he's got Dante Johnson playing Seattle. I think yeah. he, I think he's going to get one sixty. I hate to say I, it. I think he's the third best team. Yeah, I hate to say it, team Ed Spaghetti, but you're probably going to score one forty and lose. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and I, I I think Swift could be the number one running back in fantasy this week. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very interested in that. Um, and Proc also has does have a little bit of depth in there too with Chase Edmonds on his bench. Yeah, Madison on his bench. Where Dalvin has really um has been on and off the field. Right. So I mean, I, don't know, I, I like Proc's team a lot. Um, who do you say is going to win? I'm going to say Proc. Um, but let me ask you, who do you think scores more, the Hawk or Darren Waller? Darren Waller's playing Denver. The Hawk. I think Darren Waller bounces back and scores more, but I still think Proc wins. Hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Babs Boys, Blackout Brandon, next matchup. Yeah, I like this matchup. A must win for um, – let, let me look at the chart real quick. Standings here. The standings real quick. So Babs Boys is 2-3 and three and Brandon is 3-2. and, or three and two, So they have the opposite record. So honestly – 
and I, I take it back. It's not really a must win. Um, obviously, Babs boys would love to see a win to get back to that 500 record, but Brandon doesn't have to win this game. I mean, if he loses, he's 500, which is still a decent spot halfway through the season. Well, well Buse has McCaffrey coming back, too, so this is massive. Um, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I know. I mean, against Minnesota, um, I mean, he is still questionable, so, I mean, he's obviously not 100%. Um, I mean, I think Gibson um, either is questionable or was questionable at least. Um, so, yeah, he's still got some injuries going on with his team. I mean, like, he's not he's not out of the woods with that. But, I mean, I'm glad he's actually starting Justin Herbert. This sure. If Buse does, does lose this game, the next week is a must-win game. This one, I think, is really close. I mean, Stafford-Herbert is a close matchup. Dude, in, um, the, way that hit, in the way that um, Robinson and Jonathan Taylor have been playing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Do with Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. What yeah, the hell? yeah. I mean, the the, the flex spot is where um, I, I think Buse um, it could eke him out. He has Damian Williams from Chicago and Brandon starting Rager from Philly, <laughs> who is I don't know. I'm just not interested. In him. <laughs> He's been hot on him the whole time. I think yeah. he sat him in the starting lineup the past like three weeks. Yeah, um, it's funny. I, I, even though he has Mike Evans, I would think about starting Gio Bernard there instead. Same game, just different team. But um, I don't know. I I have Buse um, because I I'm, I think McCaffrey's going to play and go off. And I think he has um, an advantage at the flex. Who, who do you got? I'm actually going to go Brandon. I really think that like his wide receiver is going to pop off. Dude, his running backs are insane. Just like last yeah. so he did drop one seventy last week, and I, like I said before, it's hard to repeat those pop off games. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Right, either. and I, you know we're all this is all depending off everybody's. I mean, if everybody, it's, we're all saying if everybody was to produce the same as they did last week, and I just don't think they are. But I think Brandon's going to take the edge. I say Brandon. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. This one was really like a coin flip for me, and it's really just based on like McCaffrey is the best player. That's really my my only reason. So you're saying Buse? Yeah, same Buse. Um, so, so diabetes boy Jake against at least I'm trying. Um, these are two teams going um, opposite ways. Um, Matt has dropped down to three and two, um, and Jake had a one fifty bomb last week. Um, so this is an interesting one. It's it's a crossroads, if you will. Um, Matt's team on paper still has glaring holes. I mean, while he's starting Najee Harris, he's got Lockett, um, he's got Jefferson, um, both his receivers' offenses have been down. Um, he's starting Miko Hardman at his flex, and Kenneth Gainwell from Philly at his second back. I'm just not... Some holes for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not interested. I don't know. He did get hit by the, um... The bye bug with uh, Debo Samuel being out, who is the five re- uh, wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. So that does hurt. Um, I. That being said, Jake's team isn't insane either. I mean, yes, Zeke's coming back, but oh, he's I love, questionable. See, I love Jake's team. Well, here, let me talk about it real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. We got Zeke who's questionable, and, he, and he's playing New England. I think New England's defense is decent, yep. personally. I mean, Bill, Bichel, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Yeah. And like you said. And then Kareem Hunt, who is the RB2, but he is balling out. So, may, But he's been balling out the past three weeks. Maybe he goes down and it is against Arizona. Sure, sure. Then you go over to McLaurin. Scary Terry is goaded. He's but playing Kansas City, so it's either going to be pop, the, the game's either going to be very lopsided or it's going to be a slugfest. If it's a slugfest, then he's going to pop off and get there. Hey, he only had eight last week, but he still had 11 targets. I think he's due for a bounce back. I don't think Tyler Hibby's a good tight end at all. I had him, I dropped him, and they're playing the Giants, so they're not going to be throwing the ball after half. I don't think he scores over five points, and if he does, it's going to be at garbage time. That's my personal opinion. And then my, so, so you think Matt's going to win, basically? I, I do think Matt's going to win. I think Najee's going to like fucking pop off against Seattle. I think Tyler Lockett's going to pop off against um, against against uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh, and I th- yeah, Did Justin Jefferson fucking balling out, and so is Kelsey. I th- I don't know. I'm 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 conflicted. I I think on paper Jake just has as um uh, like a more. Or a higher floor in, in my Oh, 100%. Eyes. Oh, his team on paper is definitely better. But I'm going to, again, believe in the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's bold. Uh, I'm going go, to go Jake here. I just think that um, the, the, the backs are just more um, – or uh, have a higher chance of, of producing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm honestly kind of banking on Zeke playing as well. If yeah. Zeke plays, then I'm going to be wrong here. Yeah, but. Jake had a great week last week, and I just don't think that Zeke and Kareem Hunt are going to do that again. And I think that Jake's strengthened in his running backs, so I just think that the, he, the running backs aren't going to produce as well, so that's why he's going to fall short. I could see it. I could see it. Um, I mean, the, uh, the the projections are literally 129.4 Jake and 129.8 for Matt. So, I mean, like ESPN is also kind of 
Um, like kind of close on this too. Um, this is another one where I think we would be pretty close. It's not a fantastic matchup in terms of like like ramification for the league, but I mean it's a close matchup for sure. Um, oh my god, <laughs> it's the shipple. Oh, <laughs> the god. one in four slugfest. Honestly, a must win for both. If you don't win this game, you're one and five. Your odds that you're making playoffs, you'd be six and five. Teddy's two and three. You won. won. Oh, he won. Oh, wow. Well, it's still a must win. You don't, yeah. you don't want to go to two and four. Because last year I made the playoffs at seven and six, so like that's your that's your cut. I missed playoffs at seven and six. That's your cut. Yeah, and there's another game, another game this year. Right. Too. So I mean, like, like if you go if you go down to one and five, it's pretty much you got to win out. Yeah, which is that's insane. Right. So so this is a massive massive game for Mike, and then up, even for Teddy though. But if he loses, he's in danger for that next week. Right. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> the quarterback matchup of of Kirk Cousins. And Carson Wentz is just disgusting off rip. It's just disgusting. Dude, Mike's team is tough. He's got a lot of injuries. Look at his injuries. He's yeah, injury. James Crowder on a bye. Dude, I'm, his best two players are Nick Chubb and Chase Claypool. Both of them are questionable this week. I mean, if um, <laughs> this is a bunch of ifs. I'm going to throw a bunch of ifs at you. If Kirk Cousins can bounce back and play like he did the first three weeks, if Chubb plays, if Gaskin pops off again and plays a flare, um, if Claypool pops off again, and if Julio Jones plays against Buffalo and plays well, then I, I think Mike has 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 like an like an even shot, a fifty fifty shot. I mean, that's Dal- a lot of Dalvin Cook is back but questionable. Chris Carson is back but questionable. Playing so Pittsburgh, but they're be right exactly right. Marvin Jones has literally been dog poop. Hasn't scored over fucking ten points. He's terrible. Yeah, Amari Cooper is clearly one wide receiver too. Yep, Portland in New England too. Right, Mark Andrews. We don't know. Who the hell knows after last week? <laughs> no, bro. Forty-two bomb, and then Cortland Sutton. Dude, I honestly, I just, I just don't know. No, this is going to be the scary. And then also, um, so, so Mike has to, to do some lineup changes, so it's, it's tough to get, to get a good prediction. But if we kind of just like guess, guess what his lineup's going to be, and also I hope to God that he fucking, um, either drops someone and, and benches the Arizona D, or just drops the Arizona D because they're playing, they're playing Cleveland. I don't know. I, I I just feel like 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 Cleveland has a high powered offense, and I, I think that they could like like get slapped this week. That, that, that sure. might be a bold prediction. I'm not saying like it's a no brainer, but I would definitely get them out of there. I think the Browns have been really solid this year. For sure. I just dropped my fucking pen. I got it. Right, right, right. We're right. here. We're here. Um, so who do you think's gonna win, Mike or Teddy? Let's hear it for the underdog. Let's go, Mike Boomers. Yeah, I, I bet- like it. I think that if Dalvin Cook starts, Teddy's going to win by 40. But if he doesn't, then it's going to be mad close. Yeah. No, I mean, Mike's projected. I'm going Teddy, by the way. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Yeah, Mike's projected like 81 points. He's <laughs> not looking good. I mean, Teddy's only projected 116, but I don't know. Like Everyone else is projected like in the 130s. Oh, these um, are the worst two teams by far. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Eddie Spaghetti is one and four. But his team is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. He's due to pop off. Like we said, he's just been getting fucked And he's facing Prague. Dude, like, he's going to get fucked on again. He's just going to get scored like 160. <laughs> Talk about two, like, hard, the two hardest schedules of our fantasy are me and Nick. I tell you that right now. Like, yeah. If you look at the player, like the top players, we've played the top players. It, I mean, his, his points for have finally dropped off. But, but his points against, he's still at one. He's still points against, and um, still one points against. His points for he's a little more towards the bottom, but even still, it just sucks to have that deficit. <laughs> exactly. Hold on, oh. I, I just want to look at. I just want to look at his schedule real quick. Hold on, I just want to see if I can do that. Nick, what are you looking at? His schedule his, moving forward. Yeah, I want. I want to see his schedule. Well, I want to see like his whole schedule. I think you can just do it week to week. You have to look at it week to week. I have to look at it week to week. That's terrible. Yeah, so, I mean, after this week, he has me. <laughs> no, like, so look at my schedule. I had you, who's in first place. And then, oh, I, had, no. and then I had Nick. Oh, oh, and you can't change it. You, you, you can change yeah. Yeah, you can So then it. I had Matt, who was in first place. And then I had, so my our easiest game was was Mike. And then yeah. I had Buse, and then I had Brandon. Yeah. Or not yeah. Brandon, um, Bodie. So I had Three of the top, are the top three guys. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's look at Nick's. Let's look at yeah. Nick, Nick got. I think Nick got the worst schedule possible. So so I mean he was. It also sucked last week oh. having Jake a bad team, but a one fifty on him. This week he has Proc. I guess next week he has me. Right. Oh my. Oh my God. Maybe his. Yeah. The first seven weeks are fucked. His first week was was Bodie. That's terrible. Then the sec- you. The second oh week my was God. Me. Brandon, Brandon. having a good year. And and then the, his the, one good game was his one easy. Not game. even good. He had under hundred points. points. He still won. Sorry, Teddy. Um, Jake wow. put up one fifty on him, and then it's Proc, and then it's me, and then it gets a little easier with Z, but then he's right back into it with Matt. <coughs> Damn. <coughs> Excuse me. 
But um, yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick realistically could be like one and six after the next two weeks. Well, going into the shit bowl of all shit bowls with Z. That's scary. I won't uh, lie. Um, yeah, I, and now I'm interested. Oh, where's my schedule? Do you have my well, schedule? Yeah, I, I was just I'm looking at everybody's schedule. I w- I'm wondering if everybody plays everybody. Is that how it works? Is it round robin? No, I think you play everyone in here. Actually, I don't know. But I, like, I want to see my schedule real quick, and then it'll we'll probably. Well, I probably would love to know on. if that's a. Well, I play you twice. Right. Well, the, there's 17, there's 16 games, so you do play people twice. Fair. Um. Wait, wait. So, so there's how many games in the regular season? 14. 14. So you're gonna play two people twice. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Blackout, so, Brandon, and me. You play twice. So when do I? So when do I play you? Week 12. Oh my god. You play then. You play Blackout, Brandon. Do I play Teddy again or just week 14? Have I played Teddy yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah played, I have. Okay. So you play the first three games twice. Okay. All right. All right, so let me see my schedule coming up. So I have Nick, and then then Matt, then Mike. That's nice. And then Buse, that's a little scary. Then Bodie, that's then a tough you. Run. Wow, uh, then even Brandon at the end. That's a tough little four-game stretch. But honestly, so I'm going to have to make these next, like, couple weeks count because I have, like, like right. Z this week and then fucking, like, Mike and, like, yeah, like, bottom feeders. So, all right. All right. Um, wow, what a pop. Goodbye. I mean, our 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 champion run. <laughs> it, it, it felt good. It felt good. I mean, um, and going into next week, I mean, um, I have an easy matchup. You have a tougher one. We'll see who's uh who's on top. I mean, if we both lose, it could be back to a four way tie, or maybe even more, um, for first place. So I mean, like, and if we win, five and one is gonna really separate us. It could be a clearance week. It could be a real clearance, clearance week. week. <laughs> so I mean, and then. Especially for me, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know who you have on by. I got Cordero Patterson and Pitts on by. Dude, I have Kamara. On by. Yeah, so that's big. I mean, like, uh, as the bye weeks start coming in, this is going to get even more imperative. To I pull love out that wins. I got my my main player out. Yeah, get him out of the way. Yeah, yeah for me, <laughs> especially honestly, since I'm four and one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for me, it's like my, my second running back, and then also my tight end because after this week, I only have to roster one tight end, and now I can get another skill player back in the mix. And also, um, I love this because other teams are going to start have to have starting to have to make tough decisions on their rosters because like if a guy has a bunch of injuries and bye weeks, he might have to drop a guy that he would have never thought about dropping because he has to start someone. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm. I'm excited for these little situations and for the rolling waivers to really start to like, yeah, to really you matter. You kind of have to like wait. I, I've been keeping an eye out for my spot and I've been like just sending on guys like when I've had to, like for right. the bye weeks now. Yeah, yeah. But, but after I get these bye weeks out of the way, I think there's going to be a real strategy component that, that's going to come in. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, a- any closing thoughts for us? No, nah, man. It's a good podcast. And you know what? You're looking at the best players in fantasy right now in our league. The gold standard. Yeah, the gold yeah, standard. You may. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. J- just setting the tone. Um, everyone, everyone should just keep up. How about that? <laughs> uh, I am uh, first play. I mean, you the say, snake. Yeah, you say jump. I say how high. I'm yeah. a weasel. Make like a froggy and uh, leap. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even uh, end this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs>